morning, we're holding in the middle of the Sukkia, um, we're holding in the middle of, of the Sukkia of, of Neilad, as to um, this issue, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that one's not allowed to um, use Neilad to stake up a fire, to light a candle with. In other words, we have three cases. First case was if you've got broken Kalim, Kalim is broken on Yom Tov. Second case was Tamorim, which a person ate on Yom Tov, the pips. And the third case, um, those of the nuts, which a person's eaten and is left just with the peel. The outer casing, in all three cases, Rabbi Yehuda holds that there's a problem with Noilad, and therefore it's Mokta, and you can't light with it on Yom Tov. Whereas in all three cases, Rabbi Shimon says it is perfectly permissible. And now the Gemara goes on, and it says, If you look, it's probably it's just, just over halfway down. Uh, the line begins with the word Domi Tzuricho. There's a star there, Love the Fedish Itma. We say, that of Rav, that which Rav said, that the fear of Yehuda, there's a problem of no life in the case of, let's say, at least the pips of the date, Love the Fedish Itma. It was never actually said explicitly, rather it was said, it was implied from something which happened. What happened? The Rav Ochal Tamli, because once Rav was eating um, dates on Yom Tov, Oh, in fact, sorry, it was on a weekday. He was eating dates. And he threw the pit into the... The buchia is a, some sort of a um, stove, kiron. It's a uh, rashi, it's made of tile. The kit he threw it into the fire. So this was on a weekday. So Rebichia said to him, Bar Pichti. What does Bar Pichti mean? Son of great ones, that's right, we had it earlier, right? Barapistim is son of great ones. In other words, he says, Kanegdo Biyomtov, also, you should know that if you were to be doing the same on Yomtov, it would be, if you were, this happened on Yomtov, it would be forbidden. So why? Why is it forbidden? You know, what's the problem? Because, no. No, not. Do you see? And we, we imply from there that it must be that Rav holds, that he holds, that if you Rav Yehud, at least this is the problem of Noilat. But first we have to establish, did Rav, and that's what Rabbi Chiyah said to him, but did Rav accept that from his uncle? So, was he recovered from him or not? So, Toshimah, come and listen. The Chiyah said Rav Lebovel, because when Rav came to Bobel, Ochal Tamri, this is on Yom Tov, on Shabbos, he was eating, he was eating his, his uh, date, the Shoda Kashiyah said the Chiyah, and he took out the pips, finished the pips, and he threw them to the animals. Obviously, they're not looked at. My love, don't you think the Parthia Otto? We're talking about the types of dates, the Persian types. Now, the, what you have to know about Persian dates is they're very, very good quality, and therefore, the, the, all the fruit comes off the. They're very ripe, and it comes off the pit. So, the pit is left completely bare. So, therefore, it should be a problem. No, no, it should be Moksa. You see, obviously, Rabbit never. No, Kipro, he's never recovered it. So, you see, no, no. The Aramea Otto, we're talking about the Aramean types, of, or the Arami types which are not such good quality, and therefore, you know, like, sometimes you get a fruit which is very, like, mushy, and uh, you try and take it off, and you end up with a whole load of it still stuck to the, to the, to the pits in the middle. Yeah? That's the type we're talking about here. So, therefore, it's not muksa, because the pit, or the pit can be removed, can be moved around, agav, and it's its mother. In other words, the fruit. Therefore, it's not muksa. So, therefore, you've got no right that he wasn't recovered, and therefore, that was the mechlova itma. It was just seen from there that he holds that if you're Rabbi Yehuda, this is a problem of no doubt. 
So you may well ask then, you may well ask, but okay, that, that tells me the case of the pips. But how do we know to extend it to the case of nuts? Yeah? Remember, the nuts, we said, is a much bigger chitlis because the nuts, the peel is on the outside. It was always there to be seen. So Tosa says, Enochalami. But he says, the truth is that Rav holds is actually no difference, or whoever's Rav Yehuda, who was quoting him as Shem Rav, he holds is actually no difference between the nuts and the, and the, uh, the dates. He says, that's why there's a suichus, because you could have thought there was a difference, but Amaiti says there is no difference between the two. Whether it's revealed, whether it's not revealed, makes absolutely, absolutely no difference. Either it is Neilad or it's not Neilad. Now, for the fee Rabbi Yodah, it is Neilad. The fee Rab, it, uh, the fee, uh, Rabbi Shimon, it is, sorry, other way around. The fee Rabbi Shimon, it's not Neilad. The fee Rabbi Yodah, it is Neilad. And therefore, based on that, coming back to what we asked yesterday, we asked yesterday, we said the fee Rabbi Shimon, uh, sorry, the fee, not the fee Rabbi Shimon, if the whole thing was the biggest chiddush was the case of the nuts, so why didn't you just tell me the case of the nuts? That's what you asked, Robin, right? So we said yesterday, well, no problem, because it, uh, you could just say, loads of after, it's building up. We also suggested that it could be because it's also telling the chiddush of Rabbi Shimon. But then we said, so in which case, just tell me the first and last case. Tell me the case of the broken Canaan, which is the biggest chiddush of Rabbi Shimon. And then tell me the case of the nuts, which is the biggest chiddush of Rabbi Yehuda. But if you what we're saying now, we can answer that. We don't have to say the loads of after. We can say because in the middle case, the case of the date, is actually the Makur, that's actually the source of the case of the at least the nuts. Because remember, Ram never said it before. It was implied from the case of the date. I had to see in the nuts. The answer is because Rabbi Yehuda holds there's no shit between the case of the date and the nuts. And that may well explain why he has to tell us all three cases. The first case is tell you the Chiddush of Rabbi Shimon, and the second and third case is tell you the Chiddush of Rabbi Yehuda. And one was implied from the other. One was already implied, and the other one was implied as extrapolated further. Omale Rabbi Shmuel Ba'abachana and Rabbi Yehuda. Let's go a little further before we see the Rashi. Rabbi Shmuel Ba'abachana says to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Omale, he said, Matikin Bekelim, you can light a fire with Kelim on Yomtas. They must take in the shivrei kedem, but you can't do it with broken bits of kedem. There's a problem of noidas. Kimmins adik bohu posa. So that means the minute you light the kedem a little bit, how are they shivrei kedem? Automatically they become shivrei kedem. They are broken. So the shikom ha'apeish, but it's still shikom ha'apeish. So when you're doing, if you're touching any of the wicks or whatever you're lighting, literally you're turning it. You're actually turning iser. How does that work? So the Gemara answers the Omar to the Rav Masna. How does the person deal with a fire in Yom Tov? What he does is he does like the Rav Masna. The Omar Rav Masna, because Rav Masna says, Omar Rav, that Rav says, Eitzim shenoshrum in adekel letanur. If you've got pieces of wood which drop off from a dekel, and they drop off into the tanur, the Yom Tov on Yom Tov, and that's obviously Yom, that's obviously Muksa, because they were joined to the tree when Yom Tov came in. So Mar, and you want to light the you want to light the fires. So what should you do? Mar be Eitzim muchonin. You should increase, in other words, add lots of wood which is, was not, which, in other words, which was mukha, and it was not mukta. Well, mitzikha, then you can light the whole lot together. Rashi learns it's because of bittel. It's bittel burrows. Just be mavatal the mukta, and then that's perfectly fine. I is being mavatal ita the chatzchila. Yeah? Surely this is the case of being mavatal ita the chatzchila. We have a rule, a mavatalin ita the chatzchila. That we discussed in, uh, I don't want to remember, from, from Oro. It's a cloud. You're not allowed to be mavatal if you've got a piece of meat falls into your pot of milk, and you say, oh, it's only 1 in 50, I need 1 in 60, oh, I'll add a bit more milk. No, you can't. Yep. That's the rule. 
So, surely over here it should be a problem as well. This is what is discussed around this because the, the, the Rashi says it's not Bithel. He takes, he takes uh, if you read Rashi, he says not to do with Bithel, he has a different shot. But I think they ask that in Teshuvahs he takes on that it is Bithel. And based on this, this is where the whole, this is one of the places where, this, where they discuss the whole uh, idea of whether Eimavad and Issa Lechatzkin applies to an Issa Durabonon. Remember, Mukta is an Issa Durabonon. So it could be, based on this sugya, Eimavad and Issa Lechatzkin only applies to the Eraita, not Durabonon. I wouldn't say it only centers around this Gemara, but this is one of the Gemaras which is discussed. And truth be told, it's really a sugya more in Beitza, because that's where it talks about things uh, coming off the trees, etc. So it's really discussed more there. Well, so I'm just sort of mentioning it now, but that's uh, a good time. One day we'll get to speak, so we'll discuss it more there, Ben Sashem. But uh, Rashi Alkov, and I'm going to stick to Rashi's shut for the time being at least, it's because of Bithel. So we take a look at Rashi, let's catch up the Rashi's. Vahodarab. Um, probably about halfway down. Vahodarab, the light, two words in. The line begins in Havo. Vahodarab, that which Rab said, the Omar the Rabbi Yehuda, that he said that according to Rabbi Yehuda, Eimatikin Begarinin. You can't stoke a fire with uh, pits. Love the Feirish Ishma. It was never said explicitly. Uh, rather, it's implied from a story involving, uh, involving Rav. The one time, Ochal he was eating dates on a weekday, and he took the pits and he was throwing them the Bukhya. What is a Bukhya? Kilo Shalra Ophim. It's, a, it's a, an oven, a stove made of tiles. They're called tulips, which are called tiles. The he Chalula, and it's hollow, and you can throw them in there. With Sforim Shekosovay, and there are Sforim which is written in them, the Bey Tofe, not the book, it's the Bey Tofe. What is the Bey Tofe? Heinrich Nami Kira is also a Kira, but with Targum Shell, Bey Shpisa Shtek Deiris. Marshall says, take out the word Shtek, but it's the Targum, Bey Tofe is the Targum for that Bey is Bey, bias, for Bey, well, place where you put Kadeiris. Okay? I think the Gemara says also the reason why it's called Tofe is because it like makes a, uh, I think it's on this, it says, because it makes like a, uh, I don't know, whatever noise it makes, like a, uh, uh, when a pot's like steaming, maybe a whistle or something like that, that's why it's called the Bay Tofe, I think it's on this. But anyway, so that's why it was called Bay Tofe, either way the Pshat is very clear, he's throwing it into the, into the oven, into the stove. So his uncle, Rabbi Chiel, said to him, do you realise if you were doing that on Yom Tov, or so sorry, he was throwing the Kashi, so that's the guy in the pit, so his uncle, Rabbi Chiyah, said to him, Bar Pichti, which means, once again, we've got Ben Gedolim. said this really right. He said, Ben Gedolim, some great one. He said that, you realise, if this was on Yom you wouldn't be allowed to do that. So you see, obviously, because it's no doubt. So the question is, did Ram actually accept that from him? So he said, yes, he did. Um, in fact, well, originally we assumed he didn't. How do we know, why do we assume he didn't? Because one time, Ochal he was eating dates on Yom and he fed them to his animals. So we assume he was eating the parasyot, or the Persian types of dates. So why I'm them, they're good dates, and the sashim yotah, they, they're very ripe. The chol shalam, and all their, the actual food, the edible part, nifrash mi'al garinen, comes straight off, peels straight off their pits. Ve'in al garinen ru'in the tarsim, so in which case the pits are no longer roid to be moved on their own. The afidu ok, and even so, shodhi the tarsim, it was mutter to move them, the mishtin ulechiyot, in order to throw them to his animals. So almost, you see, obviously he didn't hold there was a problem of Nolat here. So obviously he was not the couple from his uncle, there was an issue of Nolat. So in which case, Rav never said it by tips. He said, yes, he did. Uh, because here, it was, he did accept him, because it was the army offer. It was the reason why he moved them was only because they were the Aramean type. They even started to offer, they don't really um, ripen so well. 
the food doesn't come off them so well. When we shy begarinet, and there's a bit of, of the flesh still left on the tip, the chosid odom, therefore they are roy for the human being. Since they're roy for the human being, therefore they're not, they're not muksa, they're not. Agavi mayu, it's not completely noilad. Agavi mayu, because of their, literally their mothers, shiish otme imon alein, they still got a bit of their mother, in other words, actual fruit remains on them. So we then ask, okay, according to Rabbi Yoda, what do you do with it? How can you ever stoke up a fire on Yomtuf? If you're like with Kalim, what do you do? So we say, Ma'abe Aden, and Mavat Nabaroi. What you should do is, you should add wood which is not Muksa, and then be Mavat the Muksa wood, Baroi. Now before we go on, let's just take a look at this one toast here, which let's go back to. That's the third toast down. Ochron, Ein Masikin Begarinen. We said that according to Rabbi Yoda, if you eat the pit, you can't, sorry, not if you eat the pit, if you eat the fruit, you can't stick up the fire with the pit, because it's no doubt. Taymodori. So, Tosh says, Ri has a bit of a problem with this. The Beperic note, it's later on, much further on, it says, Omar, it says, Lememro, does that mean to say, the Rav Krabi Yehuda? So, you know, the Rav holds like Krabi Yehuda, the old Muksa. Pirush. The Osar Nevela Shemis Nabad of the Shabbos. Because he forbids, he says, if you've got an animal that's dropped, Drops dead on Shabbos, it's a Nevela. It's a Moksa, Noida. So he's saying, Rob already holds around you, he holds the problem of Noida. But Omar Ede Shame, but surely he said to Shamash once, he said, Tobi di bar abdo, roast for me or, or fry for me um, the, um, a, a goose, the shotting me out of the Shundra, and throw the, the uh, its intestines to the cat. Why is that not a problem made up? So Umashani and it answers over there, Umashani also over there, given the master, since the, the intestines are going to go bad, if you didn't sit off the answer, Data Ilave Mayasma, the master the dust was already on them from yesterday, and that's not a problem looks and not, not a problem made up. You already have dust on it from before you answer. Almost so you see, Kimin the Data Mayasma, since it was already in his dust yesterday, lost his Lashundra to give the um to give to the cat, because she has three when it goes bad, the mochor the next day, ayon yotub, surely it's perfectly permissible. Afar gav, even though, the chodman shaloyed she as long as they haven't gone bad, chodzi la'odom, it's roy for the human being. Mishum the chodshiv ki'ira echinam, because it's considered as if, he was making it, before yotub, for the cat. Because again, why? Because he knows before yotub, that, when he roasts this, uh, this, um, this uh, goose, the intestines are only going to be roy for the human being for a certain time. If you leave them, they're going to go bad. Once they go bad, they're no longer roy for the human being. I know that. Know that. The intestines only became not roy for the human being on Yomtev. It doesn't matter. Because since he knew of this beforehand, before Yomtev, there was already, at least subconsciously, but it was already on his mind, if they go back on Yosef, I'm going to give them to my, to my uh, cat. So, Kanami says, so to over here, may Esmo, already before Yosef, Dati Ilave, surely we should say the same thing. His Das was on the, on the date. Lord said, Akarin, he's not planning to eat the pips. So, what's he going to do with the pips? He's going to remove them when he eats uh, the, the date. So, the Mokha is the next day on Yosef. But my question is, they know that, they may have the bar after. So, why is that more know that? Than the may I and then the intestines of the goose. What's the difference? 
In both cases, in fact, here, if anything, it's even, even better, no? Because the pits are never ever royal or odom. At least in testing, originally they're royal odom. He knows if he leaves them, they're going to go bad. And then it's going to come to a stage on Yom Tov, and they're going to be no longer royal odom. And since he knew that before Yom Tov, therefore his dust was already sort of to give them to the, to the cat. It's not no So So do here, the same thing. He knows when he eats the dates, he's got pits there which are not royal amal odom. He's going to give them to whatever, they're not put them into the fire. So this is after, the Yishloma. The Hosan over there, but Absa Nishchamer of Yomtuf. We're talking about the goose has already been shattered before Yomtuf. The Ina Me'ayim is to Yichim La'avot, and the Me'ayim are no longer necessary to the Avot, to the, the goose. The goose only needs, and I'm sure you're not surprised to hear, it only really needs its intestines during its lifetime. Once it's dead, it doesn't really need its intestines anymore. So, the Since before Yomtuf came in, he's got a shafted goose with no use for the intestines anymore. He knows the intestines are going to go bad tomorrow. So therefore his dart is ready on the, to give them to the, to the uh, cat in Yashrichu if they go bad. That's already considered a proper Achonel. As long as you haven't yet eaten the, the food, the Gar'in actually acts as a Shomer. If you, if you cut open an avocado, you're only using half of it. What do they tell you to do with the other half? They tell you to leave the pit inside. Because it preserves the other half of the avocado. Apparently, the pit obviously has certain things in it which it keeps the, it keeps the, the, the fruit good and fresh. Yeah? So until you eat it, you want the pit there. The Chashibi Koechel Absence, in which case, a bit like we define with Tumor, Yad Oechel is considered part of the Oechel, this is considered part of the Oechel itself. Hachi Oechel Atomorim, until you eat this tomorrow. The Kachosh Blu Nola, that's why it's considered Nola. But a man, he mashed Dasa Ale and the Esmer, therefore it's not considered, it's no good, the fact that you had Dasa on them the day before. It's very nice you had Dasa on them. But they have no, the point is, that they don't have them, the way I explained it yesterday, they don't have them at Sios until Yom Tov comes in. Because before Yom Tov comes in, they were Oichel. They had a shame Oichel on them because they were needed for the. They were a shame for it. They had this Orla as well, I mean, rockets. Right? Shame for the Orla is considered like the fruit itself. This is part of the fruit. Onions, when you eat the date, what, what does it now become? It becomes a pit. Nothing, it's no longer food. That's Naila. <coughs> and this, in a, sort of once again, comes back to what Dr. Friday, what we, the discussion we had yesterday. Even though, before Yomtev came in, Lamaiji didn't have any use for this pit, other than to give it to the, you knew you were going to give it to your, either to your animals or put it into the fire. Like, like we said yesterday, if you had, you had a table, you had a clean, and before Yomtev you decided, I'm going to throw it into the fire. Then Yomtev comes in and it breaks. So I'm going to use it as firewood. What's the difference? Either way, you're asked to throw it into the fire. In case you actually asked what was the case of the bicker. You had a piece of firewood, and a guy comes along and makes it into a clean. And you say, I'm still going to put it into the fire. Your dust was yesterday to put it into the fire, and your dust now is put it into the fire. Why is that no that? The answer is, you're right. It's not a question of what you're going to use it for, but it's changed status. Before the officer came in, you were going to put a log of wood into the fire. Now it's no longer a piece, a log of wood. It's just something which did not exist before the officer. It's now a clean. You can't have dust on something which didn't exist at all. And the and the raya is from here. Same thing. Even in the pit, you knew before Yom you're going to put it into the fire. What, what else are you going to actually, once you eat it, you know there's only, there's only one use for it. It doesn't matter. 
Before Yom Kippur came in, it was Eichel, now it's a pit. That's Eilat. You can't have dark on that, because it's a pit like Dabba Shiloh Bada Eilat. It didn't exist yesterday. It wasn't, it wasn't a pit, it was Eichel. Masha'ikin, in the case of the, of the uh, goose, before Yom Kippur came in, it's already been shafted. Which means that now, these intestines, and the rest of the goose, are completely separate entities, as far as we can serve. Even if they're still attached. Because the goose has got no use for the intestines, you know that tomorrow the intestines are going to go bad, and they're only going to be royal order. They are intestines now, tomorrow they'll be intestines. Okay, they'll be moldy, they'll be uh, offset, whatever you call it, right? No longer royal order. So they're still intestines. Nothing has changed, they're a piece of meat. One is edible, and all the humans I'm talking about, but edible uh, intestines, and one not edible, but they're still the same thing. Just one the hell's out, and the one's not. Therefore, you can have dust on it before, and it hasn't changed in any sense, and then you can have dust on it before Yontav to give it to the dogs, even though it's at that stage when Yontav comes in, it hasn't yet gone bad. But you can have dust on it. Why? This is the aside. Because it's not changing. It's intestines before Yontav, and it's intestines on Yontav. So you can fix your dust, even though it's only going to go bad on Yontav, that's not no dust. Let's come back to the question which we introduced yesterday. So if I were to ask you, if I take a piece of wood on Yontav, and I burn it up, are the ashes Nolad or not? It's all a few years, obviously. Is that Nolad or not? This is the question which the Shah he actually brings it from. It's a Ma'iri. <coughs> yeah, the Gideon Marashah is the sign to the Shah Ramadas. And the Ma'iri says there are some people who want to say it's not Nolad. Says the Ma'iri, it is Nolad. And says the Shah Ramadas. From our place to here, it sounds the same. Why? But I, but I was always planning to do it with this. I was always planning to burn it. And if you burn a piece of wood, getting lots of discoveries today, you know what happens to wood when you burn it? If it goes, it goes into ashes, right? I think anyone knows that. So if he has firewood there, which he's planning to use on Yomzuk, he obviously knows it's going to become ashes. What are you going to do with your ashes? Well, he also knows it's going to be shattering on Yomzuk. It's what the Sudhu is talking about their base does. I want to use it for Kissy Azan. So why can't I do that? No, you can't. That's no that. Says the Shah Melech. You see that from outside. Well, why? But I, I knew about it before you answered. The answer is a different state. It was wood, now it's ashes. You can't, that's no that. But I have plans for it. You can have the greatest plans in the world for it. Very nice. It's still no that. Because no that means a, a change of status. <coughs> that status did not exist yesterday. That's the main point. That's all we want. It didn't exist, exist yesterday. And by the way, we're just, and that's why, by the way, why the peel, yeah, if you look at the next poses, by the way, you'll just see it inside, maybe. Behold, the Rav Rav the Fedish Itzmah, it just occurred to me now, this is really, I suppose, Pshat in it. So, Hop Shita, the Rav Osan of Neilad, Kerab Yehudah. So, this is the MS, you should know, that really actually poshes us that Rav holds that Rav Yehudah with regard to Neilad. How do I know that? Mikrafi does as a guy, right towards the end of the first parrot, we had this case of Krafi Do you remember that? There was the sugi about the, uh, where you've got the thing to protect the, uh, it was like a tent shape, on the ship, to protect, protect the fish there, they used to cover it with these uh, sheets, or sheets, whatever it was. And uh, we said that, that, that was Muksa, because it, it spoke, spoke about it there, because it, cause it smells, the fish, it, it's disgusting. It's Muksa Machmasmi, as we said. The kids, uh, if you hold the Muksa, you definitely hold the Zodan. That was the case that was right. So we know the Rav holds the Rav Yodin, so what do we need in this case? Because that, that's Toshita. And Almighty Raya is after Garinin. He wants to bring you a Raya, even with the Garinin, 
you could say Mekola Garinim, they were pipped before Yomsa, Vashta Garinim, now they're also pipped. Also, Rabbi Yudah still forbids them. Yeah, that's, that's what we want to bring around. Of course, we know that Rav holds them know that. That we know, of course, he holds them, so he definitely holds them know that. The Chiddush is that even the Garinim, which you say is, I can have Dalton them before Yomsa, they're Mukha. There's no know that, that's why I would have thought, because they're pipped, they're now pipped. That's the Chiddush. We need to, we need to learn out, even in that case, the problem of know that. The payment after says Tosfos. The question which we said beforehand: Uvei goes the mekorim regarding Ashton regarding the Nazar Osa. But how do you know in the case of the of the um, the uh, Nas they were revealed beforehand? Now they're revealed. How do you know they're Osa? The Yishloim I can answer. The other guys in the Talmud say it's three chutzah. Even though the Gemara makes the three chutzah, it says that's why I need to tell you both cases. Case because I only told you the case of the day. And it's, yeah, in the case of the day. It's no doubt because if it's covered up, now it's revealed. In the case of the Nazis, it's not, it's always revealed. Kalash Malot. Even though we make a Trichot on the Kamaka, nevertheless, in the town said, if you're honest, ain't nearer the Chalkinian. The absolute truth is, it doesn't really make a difference between them. And you tell me why. Why doesn't it make a difference between them? Sorry? That's right. We don't love the Brahmin. The peel is a shame for the priest. It's nothing to do with whether you can see it or whether you can't see it. Once we know that Rav holds to the pits is no and why is it no lad? I was pipped. It was pipped before, and it was pipped afterwards. The answer is yes, but when it was pipped originally, it was Ochel. Now it's pipped. Why was it Ochel originally? Because that is what's keeping the Ochel fresh and ripe, keeping it nice to eat. Well, so too, the peel on the outside of the nut, until you actually eat it, it's serving the nut. So if it's got a shame, Ochel. Just like we discussed with Oral, so to here. It's got a shame Ochel. Once you've eaten the nut, you peeled off the outer peel, outer shell, whatever it is, I think it's actually the peel inside it, whichever peel we're talking about here, and you eat the nut, now it became, becomes a peel. So you would have thought, somebody who doesn't know much, too much about Nola, would have just looked at it very superficially, would have said, no, if you're only told me the case of the date, I would have said, you know why it's Nola, because the plan just, it was concealed, now it's not. The case of nuts, maybe not. That's why we need Rabbi Yudah says Bashem Rab. No, even in the case of the nuts, where it's on the outside, it's still no nuts. But the truth is, how does Rab, how does Rabbi Yudah know to deduce that? Because Rabbi Yudah says, "Forever, you don't really understand how no nuts works." I only have to know the case of the pit. So once I know the case of the pit, it's exactly the same for the case of the nuts. Okay, that takes us through to the end of that little little bit. Now the Gemara goes on. Let's just remember before we go on. What are we actually discussing here? Let's not lose sight of what we are actually discussing was our Mishnah. We have in our Mishnah a case where a person takes a beggar, takes a small piece of cloth, he rolls it up, makes it into like a cigar shape, makes it into a whip. Rabbi Yehuda says it's Makabal Tumor, and Rabbi Akiva says it's not Makabal Tumor. And we've said until now that the Pshat is what's it got to do with being Makabal Tumor or not? Well, we have the first shot was to do with, we're talking about exactly 3 by 3 exploits. And the Shiloh is when you roll it up, we say now it's less than 3 by 3 exploits. That was the Shiloh. If it's less than 3 by 3 exploits, it's not Makabal Tumor. Do you say, well, you can just unroll it. As long as you haven't finished the top of it, it's unrollable, and therefore it's still a backhand. That was the, that was the Um That was the and we discussed that, that according to the first letter that led into the same machloke with regard to lighting them on Yom Tov Shkhaliyat because if they haven't been singed 
That means when you singe it on Yom Tov, then according to Rabbi Yezu, who says it's Makabal Tumor, that's because it's still a beggar. The minute you singe it, what's going to happen? It becomes not a beggar, it becomes Shivrikid, which means it's Noilad. If it's Noilad, you can't use this because you're going to have to hold your hand there until you, your mother grow by Yitzhi. That's a problem. You can't like Shivrikid. Whereas according to Rabbi Akiva, when you roll up the beggar before you offer, you have to do it before you offer, so to say, because otherwise you can't be going to the Basilo, Rosh, I think it was, whoever it was who said that, the idea is, therefore already before you offer, it's already off the same beggar, it's already a Shabbat before you offer, so that you can write it on your That was the first <coughs> part. Then we went on and said, actually, you know what, there are two separate points. The din of Yomtov is to do with, that according to Rabbi Yezza, you have to light something to do with Yomtov Shabbos. Yomtov Shabbos, you have to light, when you light your, your wick, it has to have been singed before you light it. Because otherwise it may not take very well, and then we're worried, Shamayati, you mess around with it, etc. But Rabbi Akiva is not worried about it. And we said we passed on Rabbi Akiva yesterday, and that was strictly speaking, when you prepare, to prepare your candles, your wife's candle, whatever it is, you have to make sure <coughs> to, um, to, well, according to Rabbi Akiva, you have to singe it, Rabbi Akiva says you don't, and we passed on Rabbi Akiva, you don't have to. It's a good thing to do though. We discussed if it actually makes it hard to light afterwards because of this hole, there's no point doing it. Okay, so I would say it's still nonetheless. It may depend on that. Fine. So Gamora's now going to come this last shot. That which we explained with Yomtov, about, about lighting the candle, sorry, about Shabbos Yomtov, that is as we've said. It's to do with whether you have to send it before or after, before or not. Nobody has to hold you do. If they keep a hold you don't, we pass it on over our keeper. But this case of Tumor, until now we've explained it's to do with by folding it up, does that give it a, um, does that give it a, uh, destroy its shame beggar or not before Yom Tov or not? So we should break him, etc. Now we're going to see a different shot in the case of Tumor. Um, Rav Hamnuna Omar. Okay, it's, I don't know, almost ten lines up, eight ten lines up. Rav Hamnuna Omar, Rav Hamnuna says, Omar, here we're dealing with, he's going to go with Rashi Pshat, the Rif brings Pshat he doesn't like, and he plays, I think, as far as I can see, he comes out with Rashi Pshat. Very, very uncharacteristic of the Rif, he actually writes here things which are not Megea to us right now, it's Tumantara. Then I say the run is about that much on the page, and the Rif is about this much, right? It's a, it's a huge Rif on, on this, because the Rif, he says, I feel it necessary to stand up and tell you the wrong Pshat, and I'll tell you the right Pshat as well. Because people got completely confused here. And he goes with Rashi then, which is like this. Here we're talking about a piece of cloth which is less Mishlesha Ashlesha. It's less than 3 by 3 to Fokhit. It means it's more than 3 by 3 at Fokhit, but it's less than 3 by 3 to Fokhit. As the Rift says, once you're talking less than 3 by 3 to Fokhit, there's no difference whether it's 3 by 3 at Fokhit or whether it's just under 3 by 3 to Fokhit. Okay? Until it gets to 3 by 3 to Fokhit, it's not Roy Lashirim. Rich people wouldn't keep it. Once it's 3 by 3 at Fokhit, it is Roy Lashirim. So we're talking about less than three by three spokesmen. Askinon. Umikule Matsilonius Shonuka. And we're teaching here, we're learning over here, from the kulos, the leniencies of Matsilonius, are like rags. Fits of cloth. Don't worry, we're going to see in a second what's going on here. But also Rabbi Yazid Atame, Rabbi Yazid follows his shetta, Rabbi Akiva Atame, and Rabbi Akiva follows his shetta. This now we're going to learn to the Mishnah. You've got a piece of cloth which is less than 3 by 3 to 4. 
So he was sort of massaging it, he gave it a, a use, Lefashik Boy Esamerka, to block up the hole where the water would come in to the Merkha. So they used to block it up, to keep the heat in, stop the water coming in, they used it to block up the holes in the Merkha. And that's what he sets aside this piece of cloth for. So now it's got a use. Or Ulanaibo to mix or pour out the pot. What the equivalent of what we call nowadays oven gloves. So that's what they used to do. They'd these bits of these rags, and that's what they'd use, of course. So again, it's got a use. Or they literally use it as a shmata to clean out the mill. Whether it was previously what you call menamukhan or not menamukhan, it's something which has been prepared to be set aside or not. Either way, tome. Now it's got an actual use, it's tome. It's makabal tome. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yezza. Again, if it would be more than three by three, to fork him automatically, it's makabal tome. It's got, it's got a use as a. It's got a use as. A piece of cloth for even a nauseous. Even a nauseous. It's really considered a beggar, he says. The lesson three by three for him, well, we have to then think about it. Especially as it could even be the alleged to throw it out, whatever that means. But since now you set it aside for a proper use, it's now the Kabbalah Tumma. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yezza. Rabbi Yeshua, I mean Rabbi Yeshua says, no, completely the opposite. Even if it was Mokhan beforehand, you already had it set aside. And on top of that, I've actually given it a proper use. Tohar. It's less than true by three spoken. It's not Makabal Tum. Rabbi Akiva, I mean, Rabbi Akiva says, well, he comes in between the two. He makes a compromise. Minam Mokhan, if previously it was Minam Mokhan, and now you give it a use for your pot or whatever it is, then Tommy is Makabal Tum. If previously it was Shalom Minam Mokhan, then it's Tohar. But Omar Ula, Ula comes along and he says, Some say it's Rabbi Baba Khan, says, Omar Rabbi Yechman, the Rabbi Yechman says, Everyone agrees, Previously you had thrown it into the rubbish, and now you decide to take it out to use for your, uh, you decide, actually I'm going to use it for my pot, Everyone agrees that's definitely not the Kabbalah Tumor. It's less than three by three spot in, you've thrown it into the rubbish dump, it's definitely not the Kabbalah Tumor. That everyone agrees with. Of on the if you put it in a special box, so you set it aside already, probably into a nice little box, and you now set it aside for a use, everyone agrees that it is Makabal Tumma. The Makhlokis is only if you left it hanging on a peg. Or he left it behind the door. Now, that shows, it's not as good as putting it in a box. Because putting it in a box shows, I actually got, I, it's a double caution, I didn't give it a box. But obviously it's not the same as throwing it in the rubbish dump. Now, after those two, hanging on a peg or leaving it behind the door, which one would you say is gives it a little more khashibas? Which one's which? What would you say? They're also greatest. Between, on a peg or just leaving it behind the door? On the peg. So if you were to grade these, leaving it in the box is obviously that everyone agrees. Well, that's Tzolo Koshev. Throwing in the rubbish dump is definitely is not the Kabbalah because it shows it's not Koshev at all, it's ready for the bin. So the fact that you decide to use it for something else doesn't help you. The Shaila is in the two in-between cases. Leaving it on a peg, which already is not the same as a box, but that's already giving it a place. Or leaving it behind the door, which is a little less, it's not the same as throwing it into the rubbish. So Rabbi Yezah holds 
Look, you didn't throw it into the rubbish. So Dalti Lave must be you still got Dalf to use it. And therefore it's Makabal Tumba when you give it a use. So why did he call it Shalom Amukhan? Because in comparison to the box, it's not Mukhan. Yeah? Therefore, what we're actually talking about when he talks about Minamukhan and Shalom Minamukhan, what he's talking about is on the peg or behind the door. On the peg it's called Minamukhan. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, 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 I'm jumping on that, that, that. That's going to be so. Rashi says, Mukhan is, what's Mukhan? In the box. Shalom in Amukhan means you leave it on the peg or behind the door. Why is it called Shalom in Amukhan? Because in comparison to the box, it's not considered Mukhan. You haven't given it a, a proper place like a box. But he says, either of those cases, whether it's a box, whether it's on the peg or behind the door, it's still Makabal Tumon. Right? That makes sense? Yeah? Yeah, everyone's happy with that? Yeah, right. No, the fact that you didn't put it in a box, it must be you already with us in it. What's him when he calls it Mokhan? When you compare hanging it on the door behind, or leaving it on the peg or behind the door, comparison to the rubbish stuff, it's Mokhan. But it's still not Mokhan enough. So therefore, when, when Rabbi Yeshua talks about Minamukhan or Shalom Minamukhan, he's talking about different cases. Shalom Minamukhan means in the rubbish dump, and Mukhan, in comparison to that, hanging on the peg or behind the door, that's called Minamukhan. But it's still not in the box, and if he says all of those are the same, it's not the Kabul Tumor. For Rabbi Akiva, or Rabbi Akiva, he says, but if you hang it on the peg, so the Krabaliyazi, he holds like Krabaliyazi. And therefore, it is the Kabul Tumor. If you hang it behind the door, so the Krabi Yeshua, he holds like Krabi Yeshua. That it's not. Minamukhan, that's what he calls Minamukhan, is on the peg. It is Makabal Tumor. Shalom Minamukhan means behind the door. And he also, Rabbi Yeshua, it's not Makabal Tumor. The truth is, Rabbi Akiva then was chayzeh to go like Rabbi Yeshua. Dying whether you leave it in the rubbish dump, whether you leave it behind the door, or even if you leave it on the peg, in all three cases, it is not Makabal Tumor. In my head, do I know that? On my robot from our Mishnah, the dictonic from the fact that he teaches Pesilas Hapeget. My area is the Psila Salega. Why does he talk about the Psila of the beggars? Let's see, he should have taught Psila Shell beggars. Yeah, that would sound like you took a beggar, you cut out a piece, and you made a Psila out of it. What's Psila Salbegas? My Psila Salbegas, the Adayan beggar too. The Chiddush is that even instead of beggars, it's not the Kabul Tumor. That's what we're talking about here. That's what Psila Salbegas means. The Hainu, that is what, uh, what, uh, what, how he's explaining, Rav Amnun is explaining the Machleks in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yez and Rabbi Yeshua. The, the, uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva, sorry. So what you did was, you took a piece of baguette, which was, let's say, hanging on a, on a mogos or whatever it is, hanging on the peg or it was, in the, in the, uh, it was behind the door, and you rolled it up into a wick. The equivalent of giving it a use, like for your pot, or for your bathhouse, you're giving it a use. The Shadis is now the Kabul Tumor. It was a little less than 3 by 3 spoken, remember? And you've given it a use. So it wasn't actually in a box beforehand. That's the Shadis. Rabbi Yezah, the Shitalta says, it is the Kabul Tumor, because it wasn't in the rubbish dump beforehand. Rabbi Akiva, who was completely like Rabbi Yeshua, says, 
it is not Makabal Tumor because it wasn't in the box. Does that make sense? Yeah, everything. Let's take a look at Rashi. That takes us to the end of that. So let's just see if we can do the Rashi's. The Vamluna Omar, the last 1259 is on the page there. Now, when they're arguing about Tumor, in our Mishnah, they're talking about where it's less than 3 by 3 Tzvokin. In the Kudet it's from the Kudet of Matzlonyes. Matzlonyes, Hakalis Enov. It's not really the leniency, maybe I'll translate the leniency. It's, it's really translated backwards. It's the rags which are light in his eyes, cheap in his eyes. Dumyod and the Similar. Now, our mission is talking about where you make it into a wick. Similar to where you take these rags and you're mistaken in lift coat merchats to plug up the merchats to make it to the choshevu. It's plugging up a merchats is not a choshevu thing anyway. We could have asked on this. The kibbles are not going to last decent. The fact that our mission talks about folding it up, mission hippot, is because, with, because, of the, because, you get, because then it continues on about, uh, about singeing it. The knockout, um, dafka, and the hippot is dafka, because that's to do with uh, yeah? Basically, the reason why we talk about folding it up is because of the hippo. We're talking about the singeing. And the singeing is dafka, because that's to do with halakha. According to Rabbi Yezim, you have to, you have to uh, singe them before lighting them. And Rabbi Akiva, you don't have to. So because we're going to talk about folding up in order to singe it, therefore in our case as well, we pick on the case of folding up. But it could have equally picked on a case of where you've got this little rag, less than three by three spokim, and you decided to use it for your plugging up your merchant. So it's less than three by three spotted. It wasn't put in a box, and you set it aside for a very menial sort of task, like cleaning out the rechaim, or to make it into All these things, that's the shite. The pocket mishlesha b'chudu, the ilushlesha ashlesha, because if it was more than three by two, it was three by three spotted, chashivit. That in itself would give it a chashivit, but a body and it wouldn't be bossed. But after the kide, even though it's just uh, very cheap, you can smell it and it's rags, it doesn't matter, it would be Makabal Tumor. Sheskina Likas, Sheikhsa Likas. He set it aside for the following. This Kaka Merakat, to plug out the Merakat, Nekovim, it's whole Shamayim Boyim Derek Shom, through which the water comes in through there, the Merakat, into the bathhouse. Will the Naya Boyim Takadero to empty out the pot. Lefez Boyim Shuddha Kadero, to hold the base of the pot with, with, uh, with this like equivalent of Amgulab. Will the Naya Rode Sechatampin to pour it into the bowl. From which I suppose you're going to eat from. Same in Amokhan, the Kamei Mephayish. Rabbi Yehuda says, Same in Amokhan, the Kamei Mephayish. It's always the Kabbal Tumor. Rabbi Shura says, Same in Amokhan, the Kamei Mephayish. It's not the Kabbal Tumor. Rabbi Yehuda says, Same in Amokhan, it's the Kabbal Tumor. Shalem in Amokhan, it's not. So actually all of that will be explained further on. Henicho, because if he leaves it in the box, Goli Dati is Megaladat, the Koshevid, it's Koshevid. But Mogad, if he leaves it on a Mogad, what is the Mogad? Kabilo. So Zashi is the Kabilo, which is the peg. The Gorah Mikrupsa, it's not, it's a bit less than a box. It's better than leaving it behind the door. Leaving it behind the door is better than throwing it into the rubbish. That means leaving it in the box. Leaving it on the peg or behind the door. He says all those cases are considered Khoshim and Asbib making the Kabbal Tumor. So why do you call it Shalom and Amokhan? If you leave it behind the door on the peg. Since it's Khoshim and Asbib making the Kabbal Tumor, so why did you call it Shalom and Amokhan? That's Min Amokhan. Horai, it's Mechabal Tumor. The answer is that a Gabi Kustal, relative to leaving in the box, it's not it's not Mokhan. Rabbi Yeshua, whereas Rabbi Yeshua, he holds that uh, it's not Mechabal Tumor, or Mokhan, Rabbi Yeshua, Mokhan, Achay, Adelas. Mokhan of Rabbi Yeshua means leaving it on the peg or behind the door. The Shalom and Amokhan, when he talks about Shalom and Amokhan, Zorak and Ashkel, he's talking about throwing it into the rubbish. 
Why did he call him on the peg mukhan? Holy Rabbi Yeshua bottle. Since the question of Yeshua is bottle anyway, so why did you call it minam mukhan? So the Gabi Ashwa, the Ayyibar Rabbi Yeshua, because in comparison to the Ashwa, which Rabbi Yeshua talks about, mukhan or it's mukhan. In other words, Rabbi Yeshua is saying, whether you leave it on the peg, which you'd consider that mukhan, that's just as good as throwing it into the rubbish, shalom and mukhan. Rabbi Akiva says, leaving on the peg is mukhan, and is he says, even if you leave it on the peg, even in that case is not the Kabbal Tumor. And we said, how do you know this? You, you know this from our Mishnah, but the Tony Bimasnitin, Pistilat Habeget. The Mashmashah Dain Beget, who Katas, is still considered a bit of a Beget. The Choshul Bein, because he was much of it in his eyes, but Peter Hawking, even so, Kamar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Masnitin, our Mishnah, sorry, it's Tor, Alma Hodavi, so you see, was closer. Because he said, he could, otherwise he should have said, Pistilat Shell Beget. Mashmash, she kept it on the beggar. Mashmash, you took it from the beggar and you rolled it up. Ha beggar, Psyrus ha beggar, is mashmash, she kopa la beggar upsmo. Didn't cut it off the beggar, he took the beggar itself and he rolled it up. Sholing, complete. Well, even our locker could have come on the El Rush, says, with regards to Machlik, but our locker, that's as we established it above. Time is Rabbi Yazid, the way Psyrus, the Kurechas. Rabbi Yazid says it needs to be singed before Shabbos, just start a yopin, all the light well, and you won't come to Shemayaka. Just leave you with a, uh, tomorrow, but uh, just outside is, this whole thing, you'll notice that according to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Yeshua, what Rabbi Yehud calls Menamukhan, and what he calls Shalom Menamukhan, is not the same as what Rabbi Yeshua calls Menamukhan and Shalom Menamukhan. Do you notice that? Rabbi Yehud calls Menamukhan is in the box. Rabbi Yeshua talking about Menamukhan means on the peg. It's not the same. It's not constant. It's not supposed to be picked up on that. And because of that, and another question, also Rabbi Akiva is supposed to be what we call a Machria. Machria means that they both talked about both this case and this case. And they said, don't make a difference. He said, don't make a difference. And Rabbi Akiva says, oh, it makes a difference between the two. Well, they're not talking about the same thing. So what's going on here? So the kids, because of that, Tosus, you can just put it into the sugya, Tosus says, everyone calls Mokhan on the peg, Shalom and Amokhan means behind the door. Just work it into the sugya with that. But it doesn't make enough commitment to the actual outcome of the sugya.